It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. Tyvis Powell. Jason Lloyd. Plus... You're loving him. Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Here it is. Not what we hoped for, not what we hoped for, but kind of what we expected. The West Coast. Well, you expected. You picked them to win. I mean, you picked the Browns to lose, so you got it right. I did. I we thought they'd win. And I thought they'd lose uh, both of these games. The tough. The West Coast. What is it, Mikey? Zero and eleven now. They on are West Coast trips. Zero and nine. nine. They have not won a game since two thousand eight. It's tough, man. It's yeah. tough. Now they didn't have the travel lag as an excuse this time because they stayed out on the West Coast. But when you don't have Denzel Ward and you have half of Miles Garrett. You're not an elite defense, and they proved that again. They're 7-5. and five. The good news here is a lot of the other teams that the Browns want to lose lost. That's our silver lining. They're still in the number two wild card spot. Even the Chiefs lost. They have one more win than the Browns right now, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So all is not lost, but they better get hot soon because they're running out of time. Yeah, they. You know, when I look at it, we, we talked about this. With all the injuries they've had on offense and uh, – they were going to have to play great on the defensive side of the ball to win. They haven't done that. The no. last two weeks, they've been, to be nice, mediocre on defense. And they haven't been I, – I get it. Miles Garrett's banged up and Denzel Ward's out. But they haven't been destroyed across the board with injuries on defense like they have on offense. Uh, it's not – I don't think it's an excuse to just say, well, Denzel Ward's out. Other guys got to step up, and they're not. For the most part, well, guys are not stepping up on the defensive side. You're right. It's not. And by the way, we should yeah. point out early that G is uh, is nursing a very sore throat. We saw it on Friday. He's yeah. got a yellow card. When he wants to jump in, he's going to hold that up, and we're going to shut the hell up. Well, so now we he can get do in his, his first. Uh... But if you want to go on your opening rant here, please do, and then I'll follow to what you said because yeah. it is not an excuse. You're right. But – the elite defense can't be elite without its two elite players. True, but it should be better than it was the last. Should have been better. Yeah. you're right. There's and, a space in between. And I, honestly, if I'm gonna, I might blame Pie. Yeah, I got about sixty percent to the defense and about forty percent to the offense. Oh. the offense did enough to win this game. If the Browns' defense was elite, they were not. What do you got? You know, I, I kind of said this earlier. Um, we was on uh, behind the glass, not behind the glass, uh, the post game show, and um, you know, I said, you know. We're very critical of Kevin Stefanski when he calls plays or when he doesn't run what he want to. And I think, you know, for a certain to a certain point, I believe the defense is living off living off the past. I think the defense is living off the memory of the first four or five games that they played. And, you know, I made the analogy like when you, you know, everybody in this country is about two weeks away from being homeless. Four weeks if you got a good job, and in about two years if you Jay Crawford, 
Uh, but <laughs> but but let you let you. What if your house is paid for? Then right. you're not going to be homeless. Yeah, you know, listen. And there's a lot of people in that boat, by the way. Right, a lot yeah. more than you think. You lose your job today. That check don't come in two weeks. You got to use that for food, whatever the case may be. People are like, what does that mean? Well, look, the Browns have been. They did a great job and got the job done way back when they were playing the you know the Forty Diners. That was when it it, it was hot outside. It's cold outside. The leaves are gone, and it's December. Christmas is here. So you, you can't keep cashing and living off of what you did before. You got to go get some more money. You got to go get another job and put some money in the bank. And right now, the Browns have not done that. You look at the defense, and, and I think we've all been a little – we've been all too excited to put – our defense and put it on one or two people. Oh, well, Denzel's out or Miles Garrett is injured. If Miles is playing, if he could just put his jersey on, that'll be enough for us to win games. And I look at names, and it's okay to say people's names. I didn't like the game plan from Jim Schwartz yesterday. That don't mean I don't like Jim Schwartz and what he's done overall, but I can say his name. You can say it, Jim Schwartz, all together. I didn't like the plan. Guys like Zadarius Smith, you're welcome to make plays. You're welcome to step up. Uh, uh, Greg Newsom, you're, you're welcome, all you guys. And Juan Thornhill, we need guys to step up and make plays. How about the front line? How about put a little pressure on? All defense, Hurst. All, I haven't heard a defensive tackle's name in, in weeks. And, and when you look at it, this defense is predicated on getting off blocks, being in the backfield, causing havoc. They have not done that. And the most disheartening thing for me was – it just didn't seem like they've had to fire the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. They they have not picked up their teammates. You got a, a rookie quarterback in DTR who, you know, got put out of the game. You got a, a guy that just came off the couch that played very well in Joe Flacco. But you guys aren't picking those guys up and elevating teams to the next level. So they have to step up because Jacksonville is good. Houston is good. And if they don't step their game up, that can turn into a, a long slide of losses. And Chicago just beat Minnesota, and Cincinnati's a division game. There it is. Nothing's in the bank. Uh, nothing Seven at all. and no. nine no. is possible. It's unlikely, uh, yeah. but it's well, possible. Of course. I mean, when you look at these four games, I think they're all going to be, not they're not going to be pick-ems, that they're all going to be, I think, one-score games. That's the NFL. Um, I, I do want... I, I do think it should be pointed out that even though I didn't love the defense, and I, I did, I, I agree with everything you guys said. I think that you know if you're going to start pointing fingers at where the blame goes, I do think it goes to the defense first. But it does need to be pointed out that after the Browns missed extra point, and it was twenty to nineteen, this was a football game. It was obvious. Joe Flacco just came off a great looking drive. The defense came out and did their part. They essentially had a three and out. There were four plays. One was a was a penalty. Defense came out, and I think I even texted to the group, and I was said to the folks I was watching with, you need a three and out. You need a stand. Defense, step up. Do something. And they did. And so I, I was excited at that point because I thought, okay, now the game's in your hands. Do what you just did, and you come home at eight and four and in really good position to nail down a playoff spot. And... They threw an interception on the very next play on a deep ball. It just, it, it made no sense to me. Now, the defense then comes out and gives up. After that, the defense was like, all right, we gave you our stand. We're playing without our elite players. And then they were done. L.A., 
Well, Touchdown drive. Let's face it, on that on that forced punt, they got lucky that a penalty got called that wiped out a huge play on that game. I mean, yeah, but it was a penalty. I hear you. But I mean, I'm not going to say they got lucky because no, the other team had a penalty. And, and by the way, and, the hold on that penalty allowed yeah. that big play to go. Maybe so, but... And, and the hold on Robinson was critical. It, it was, but, but after the interception, step up again. Okay? What, stepping up one time is not no, good enough. you're well, right. I, I don't like... We want to get to Flacco and we'll get to the defense. I don't want to go too Yeah, too we've got a lot to, to say about the defense. Yeah. I think I, the reason I wanted to point that out is yeah. because I'm 60-40 defense offense. Yeah. And and that's the reason why. I can't. I, it's, you can't excuse the offense and say it was all the defense. It's a team effort when you win. It's a team effort when you lose. I And no, I'm not going to give them... I'm not going to grade on a scale because they were with one and a half of their best players out of the game. Miles Garrett... Take a seat. Do yourself a favor. You're not getting DPOY. Do the team a favor. Get healthy. Get healthy and come back and be Miles Garrett. We saw this movie last year. Yeah. He tra- he's Superman. I give him credit. The guy should not be playing. And if I'm wrong, you guys can step yeah. up now and tell yeah. me that. I just I, I know what he looks like when he's healthy. And now last year and this year, I know what he looks like when he's not. Valiant effort. But I, I, you don't get points for effort in this game. Because you always say, if you're out there, there are no excuses. That's right. You're out there, you expect no to perform. No excuses. He didn't perform. And it's just, you know, it sucks having your elite corner out. And by the way, I know you shouldn't fall back that much when you lose one elite player. But we saw what this movie looked like against Denver. Yeah. Denzel Ward, guys, might actually be the elixir to this yeah. whole thing. Mike, I was the one who suggested we we start with Flacco and go to the defense, but since we're rolling on defense already, I think we should. Well, I, I just I think we should stick with it. I, I mean, I, that I, was the only point I wanted to no, make. No, but I think we should stick with it because we're on a it's roll here, and guys. then we'll get the Flacco. I'll go defense. We'll, we'll do go defense Flacco, first, but let's, go, let's go defense because we're on a roll with this. I got to get a read yeah. in first as read. we talk about defense okay. and FanDuel. Is America's number one sports book, and even as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get it on the action than right now. The app is simple to use, and they have a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. And shout-out to our guy or girl, to Neos Henry, for turning $4 into $674 yesterday. <laughs> nice! With a eight-part parlay, three same-game parlays, and five money line bets, including... Damn. Everything from the Cardinals, the Colts, the under in that game, the Buccaneers, essentially turned $4.44 into $674.35. That's a big nice. ticket winner. If you have a winning FanDuel ticket, make sure you tweet it at us. It's featured on the show as well. By the way, I got a buddy. I'm guessing that's a him with Henry as the Yeah, player. yeah. I, I, I got a buddy named Ed who is a really smart sports fan, a really smart gambler. Like, he uses FanDuel all the time. And he, we, I was talking to him on the drive-in. He had his worst day ever. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. He went, he, he bets, he made 17 bets on FanDuel, went 0 for 17. All NFL? Mm. All NFL. He went over 17 and he lost in all five of his fantasy leagues. Jeez. It was, it was that's like, what you call taking it out the It's chin. the worst day he's ever had, but shout out, Ed. You're, yeah, that's right. That's a bad day keep for you. Keep playing, Ed. Keep playing. The ones but are I, out there. But I'll tell you, <laughs> wow. Jim Schwartz does deserve some criticism here because it, we're always getting on Stefanski, as you say, G, about lack of adjustments. People get on him all the time. Well, where's the adjustment for the defense? Well, the, have, the defense it, should not fall apart just because Denzel Ward's out. Here's what I can't understand to yeah. that point, Bull. How many games have they given up touchdowns, field goals, maybe two touchdowns on the first two drives, and they look up and they're like, oh, hell, it's 14 nothing or it's 10 nothing." Right. What I don't understand, I think he does a great job making adjustments because the defense always seems to give up points in the first quarter. They even talked about it at the end of the first quarter yesterday. Yeah. Jay, look they, at the screen. They give the most first quarter points. I don't get it. NFL. But they've been giving up a lot in the fourth quarter fourth lately, too. bad, too, but the first quarter is yeah. Awful. They're the and worst in the league. Or so I don't. Worst. I don't understand, but I don't understand how he's coming out and he's not prepared to stop the opponent in the first quarter. You can't. You can't spot people all those points. No. Like you know, and it's just not one week. It's every single week they get the ball right downfield, get the ball again right downfield, maybe get a stop, and, and even before halftime they gave up points here. And when you got we got Joe Flacco. And, and rookie quarterbacks trying to fight back because that's not a game plan. Give those guys a lead. Like, give them yeah. something to, to be front runners. So they can pin their ears back yeah. and come back yeah. after the quarterbacks. And, and what was so disappointing is you got a statue quarterback in Matt Stafford. No pressure. And they got no, nothing. No pressure the entire nothing. game. I, was, I, I, I still can't understand it. Zero sacks, two quarterback hits. I don't even remember game. those quarterback Zero hits. Did you guys? I don't remember no. them. I don't remember them either. I think Miles Garrett. Did Miles Garrett have one of the QB hits? No, Miles Garrett for the first time in his career put up a goose egg. All across. Zero. I think he did that one board. time last year. He didn't. No, first time in his Maybe career. Maybe he had one okay. tackle. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, back to yeah. what I said. Just. Yeah, I mean, Miles, and nobody, we love you. Take a seat. You know, we all went nuts about the upgraded talent, and yeah, they do have more talent. But where is this guy? We had Miles and Ward last year. You know, where are all these other guys? Who's stepping up? Because there's really nobody it, right now. You know now. what? That that graphic right there looks very similar mm-hmm. to the team sack graphic from last year. When you had Miles Garrett with a bunch, and then a bunch of guys with sprinkle sacks in here and there. Right. And one thing on this graphic, Tomlinson had all three against Arizona. <laughs> it's true. All three of his came against Arizona. Oh, my gosh. So, right. Which they won 27 nothing, and they were a horrible team. Yeah. And, and you can't take those out. They and still they, count. But yet they, but cru- still. they crush you now. Yeah. They they have Tyler Murray Tyler Murray now. makes them a different team now. <laughs> That's right. A completely different team. They smoked the Steelers And yesterday. Mitch Trubisky makes the Steelers a completely different team. Yeah, but they were winning even before he got hurt. But It still. was close. Wasn't it 10-3? Yeah, I, I think, think it was, it was 10-3 when he yeah. went out. Yeah. Still, I mean, it's, still, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. On this point, yeah, yeah Bull, I, I, I am with you. I, I, I do want to see... I would expect the defense to get better as the game goes on. That's what elite defenses do, and they get very stingy in that fourth quarter. You can't give up 76 points in the fourth quarter 
and hope to be called an elite defense. Plus, I think that tag has gone out the window. It They're has. certainly not elite. Yeah. They're, are mo- they're among the NFL's top defenses this year, but they're close to losing their grip on that, too. They you are. Know, they are. McNuggets, what was that stat you brought up? You brought up a stat in a postgame show you talked about. Yesterday? Them not blitzing six-man six man blitzes. They're, they're in the top. Or they're the least blitzing team when it comes to six-man right. blitzes, right? They, I yeah, they, that er- Go ahead, Mike. The brand and their up, numbers haven't updated till after Monday Night Football, so I have to get the updated numbers. But they were in the bottom five in the NFL in bringing extra blitzers. They essentially and that's Schwartz's mo. He yeah. wants no, to get I know. We do that before. Four guys, but they do not bring extra blitzers. Well. And yesterday, ironically, and I can pull this up for you real quick. I bookmarked the tweet. I saw Jake Burns, who, if you haven't spoken to Jake Burns, really smart dude. He tweeted this out uh, yesterday. They only blitzed 18 percent of the time. Yeah, that's product of Denzel Ward being off the field. That's why I said um, I I think we may have underestimated his importance to this defense. We take him for granted when he's out there. You know, it's funny, Mike said, because Denzel Ward's missed games every year of his career. He has. And Mike put in the the chat, he's like, well, has it been as big a drop-off when Denzel's gotten hurt in the past? And my response was the Browns' defense, for the most part, since Denzel's been here, has been bad. Sure. So even if there was a drop-off, well, it just went from bad to worse. Maybe you didn't really notice it. Obviously, it's been a drop-off. But, guys, you can't one player, and I know it's not just one because Miles is banged up, but still, you're, all your starters are playing besides Denzel Ward. All of them. Everybody, Anthony I know, Walker but, was back. But, but I, I know they are. But, again, I call Miles Garrett half a body yesterday. But still, I mean, if you count the production, to, he wasn't even on the field. For them to play as badly as they did for the most part in this game. Yeah. And by the way, if you notice it, this game, I know it's kind of typical. The Browns' defense was kind of typical how they've been doing it. Bad in the first and fourth, good in the second and third. Yeah. But another part of that was Puka Nakua. Yeah. When he was out, the Rams didn't move the well, ball. When he was in, why, they moved it. So to your question, that you, you, to, to your statement, you don't yeah. think that things should drop off. That no, dramatically no, no. Yeah, without right. Denzel Ward. Yeah. Right. Here's what I would say to that. Yeah. Um, you take Puka Nakua out of the Rams offense, and we saw what they did. That's fair. Now, That's if fair, you yeah. have Denzel Ward on the field against Puka Nakua, I'm, that production doesn't look anything close to that. I'm not saying he wouldn't have had an impact. He would have. He's a great player. Yeah. But that matchup is what killed the Browns. Puka Nakua yeah. on anybody but Denzel Ward is why the Browns yeah. lost the game. Think, think about it. That same route that he caught and ran oh, down the field. We've seen, We've seen that. Oh, we have seen it a million times. Odell Beckham Jr., Pickens. Pickens did it. Yep. Uh, the, 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 uh, and you know Puka what? We're going to keep seeing it until we stop it. And what is happening with the safeties on that play? It, it, it's just they're running cover too, and it's, it's like this Red Sea is parting. Like, they are a horrible zone team. It's almost like they've never seen it. Um, and people talk, talked about Joe Woods, right? And Joe Woods likes to run a lot of zone coverage, right? If you look at it, maybe Joe Woods gets vindicated because... I'm not ready to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's vindicated. I mean, but these are... You don't see these, these big splash plays on no other teams. These, these plays are just happening. 70 yards... That's not normal. Like, and you're giving that up, and it is demoralizing because guess what? When that before that happened, Joe Flacco comes down, leads you, guy has a drive. You're like, wow, this is looking great. Yeah. And then defense in two plays won't yeah. deflates the whole building. 
Yeah, it did. Pukunakua, by the way, is a very good player. And I got to tell you, when he walked off the field, I thought he's done not for oh the game. I think he's done, done for the year. He yeah. looked like yeah. a 70-year-old woman who just fell down they steps. Said it was yeah. his ribs. Yeah. I mean, it, it looked like he was done. I don't know what kind of magic they performed in the locker room, but he came out looked like he was never hurt. I actually thought the Browns' defense – for the most part, until late, did a pretty good job on Kyren Williams. I agree. You right. know, he didn't have a big any big runs. I agree. And late we had said Friday, right? That's that's where you have exactly. to focus the defense, and they did. But when you're too, when you when this is why it's so important that you're multifaceted on offense. If someone takes away your run, which we did, I think for the yeah. most part, then they say, okay, fine. We see what they're doing. They are taking away our run. Puka, get ready. Yeah, and they then they just switched into pass gear. Yeah, and they activated the act the passing game, and you see what happened. It was it was pretty stark. Jay, if we're gonna be on this show next year, if we here, I'm gonna tell you this. I've already made my I've made my mind up. If I do my radio show and you call in, and there's any rumors about the Browns going after any free agent receivers, moving up in the draft to get a receiver, and you say we don't. I'm cutting you off. Are you getting off the airwaves? That we don't. That we don't. <laughs> I, I am sick of it. I am tired of it. We heard it this whole offseason. We heard it this season. We heard it all offseason. And every single week, we go into these these games in a gunfight with a, with a, with a knife, with a butter knife. And, and we, we see what we have. And then when people get hurt, you, you say, well, our offense, we, we, you're you, confused why the offense isn't doing anything. Are you talking about compared to what the Rams did when they got Nakua? I'm talking about the Browns receiving core oh. compared to anybody yeah, in the not league. not having receiving. Gotcha. It's, and, it, and you know what? It's, 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 it's played bad. out exactly the way we said it would, would at the beginning of the season when we were begging somebody to go do something and get another receiver. What did we keep hearing from the, uh, from the Browns brass? We like our receiving we lo- room. We love our We room. like our receiving room. We like our receiving room. Here's the problem, guys. This is a big issue. And this is why I think the defense gets some of the playing, but so does the offense. You can't have these drops. You, you can't have them. Now, I think Amari Cooper's got PTSD, guys. Because he's he dropping had banged up too. ribs, and he's dropping balls that he does not drop. I think he had two or three drops yesterday. Balls that are hitting him right in the hands, and he's, and he's one of them he was turning to run. You're, you're now that the ribs are hurt, you're thinking – how quick after I catch this ball am yeah. I going to get absolutely leveled? And can I get down? And, and that's when you start with the dropsies. So for him, a sure-handed receiver who's a Pro Bowl caliber receiver, he's dropping them because he is banged up and he's fearful of what's going to happen once he catches that ball. I think that's it with him. The other guys, I don't know. I, I just don't know. But the drops now, and we were trying to say maybe it was DTR's fault for throwing piss missiles. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know that it is his fault. I think it's on the receivers. They have got to do a better job of catching the football, period, because you're not going to beat anybody if you continually drop passes in the yeah, NFL. It's been a huge issue the last three weeks, especially. It's gotten really bad. Obviously, the overall season numbers are terrible, but it's the last three weeks where things have gotten really out of control. It was glad. I mean, they have, they have like a dozen drops or 15 drops, Thir- something like 13 that. 13 by my tracking. In the last trust, 13 last three weeks? Trust me, at 13 yeah. in three weeks. They had nine. Yeah, I mean, the last two and then four yesterday. I had I had them with yeah. more than four yesterday. Are you sure they only had four? It depends on what you consider a drop. The, the, or the one we'll Amari Cooper numbers. Well, the one Amari Cooper got sandwiched. That was a drop. Yeah, that's, that's totally definitely a drop. drop. Yeah, yeah, that's like, a drop. Also, yeah. the one that he was in the flats. Yeah, definitely was, a drop. That was clearly a drop. 
He yeah. dropped another one where he was going down to the ground. It was right on the. It was just a, a maybe a foot off the ground. He dropped that one. That's where PFF gets a little iffy on what they consider a drop versus an off target. I mean, throw, my but. eyes say that's a drop. If it hits yeah. both hands on the receiver, it's a drop for me. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, you know, there are extenuating circumstances. If it's you know, if the ball's he's trying to high point it, he just couldn't get there, but gets yeah. both hands on the ball. That's on the quarterback. But I, there were a lot of catchable balls. And by the way, and we're going to get to Joe Flacco and grading him, but okay. We, we asked last week, was AVP gassing it when he said five out of five arm strength? He wasn't gassing it. Before we hit the all, Flacco, he can looked, I ask y'all? He looked like Joe Flacco to me. Can I ask you guys one more defensive question when we move to Flacco? Sure. Earlier in the year, if I had asked you guys this question, I'm sure you would have answered yes. I'm going to ask it now, and I'm curious if the answer is still yes. Game on the line, defense needs to get a stop. Do you trust this Browns defense to be able to get a stop? Not now. Mm-mm. No. I Not did at early. the moment, I don't. Yeah, I did earlier, but mm-hmm. after what we've yeah. seen the last couple of weeks and throwing the injuries in there, I don't. N- not right now. No. I have a hard time disagreeing with that, to be totally honest. Yeah, I wish I did. I wish I had more confidence. And look, I, mean, I know that Houston's going to – Jacksonville and Houston, it, it, I, I'm, I'm not ready to make predictions in those games yet, but you lose those and you flip the 7-7. Seven and seven, and well, they got now the Bears sit- in between. Do they? They have so because yeah. Jacksonville Bears, Houston. You're right. right. Then yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. No. Then Jets. Then Cincinnati. Oh yeah. I don't know, guys. I. It's going to be tough. It, Listen, you, you can't lose both those games. Now. They. I, I thought ten would be enough, but if they lose to Jacksonville and Houston, and beat Cincinnati, the Jets, and Bears, and finish ten seven, I don't know that they're going to get in in that scenario. I think the way it's shaping up, it's going to be tricky because right now, if you look at the 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 Last wild card spot yeah. is one game behind the Browns, right? No, Aren't no. they the Browns and the Steelers now are seven and five? So are the Colts. So They're the in Texans. one and two. Oh, the Colts and Texans are they, all. The Browns so are three. actually. Yeah, I think there was a mistake. I originally saw the Browns as the six seed. They're not. They're the seven seed. The NFL wow. sent out a thing because. Yeah, I thought I They're saw behind that too. Indy. So ESPN has the Browns. Why ahead are they behind Indy? Because it's a four way tie. So it's oh, not just oh, the head to head. Oh, okay. I went on the head to head. Right, right, right. Yeah. But because it's a four way tie, you it, it becomes a bigger tiebreaker. And the Browns, for the moment, are behind Indy for a playoff. You know, so right. the Browns are the seventh seed. But right now. And Denver would have the advantage over us, too. Right. And they're behind. The Denver lost, uh, fortunately. They're six and six. Yeah, that helped. They're big six time. and six. But. It's getting crowded. You know, the Browns are 7-5, to five, so is Indy, so is Houston, and so is uh, uh, Pittsburgh. 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 So it's, and, and, and the it's, Bills it's are sitting messy. there 6-6. If they would have won yesterday, I know ifs and, yeah. you know, but And the division's goodness. over. The Ravens are Yeah, no, the division. Ravens are going to probably, at this point, the yeah. Ravens are looking like they're in the driver's seat for the overall one seat. If the Jag- Kansas City's not Kansas City. The if the Jaguars win tonight against Cincinnati, they're right? the, the one seed they as would, of now. If the Jaguars win out, they're the one seed. Yeah. Oh, really? Because they would both be 9-3 and three if the Jags win tonight, right. right? The Jaguars have the tiebreaker right now if they win tonight. Wow. And Miami technically is the one seed as of this moment. Miami is? Miami, Over yeah. Baltimore, yeah. Wow. Because yeah. of their win percentage in AFC games. Higher than Baltimore's. Higher than yeah. Baltimore. You can thank the Browns for that. And Shout they lost to the, to the Colts. I mean, they, they, yeah. the Ravens it's weird. I mean, weird games. The NFL is right now is as unpredictable as it can get. I agree I mean, with that. I, it's yeah. just, no. especially in the AFC. Well, your buddy was 0-17, and he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's a perfect example. It's of, crazy. Look at Kansas City last night. I mean, yeah. you know, Jordan loves playing well. When you just say, oh, they, they're down four points, they're going to get a touchdown drive. That's what they do. Those days are long gone. 
By the way, Dak Prescott now the favorite to win the MVP at the I, moment. And I think that's right. At the moment, I, it I'm can not change. saying he's going to win it, but I do think. Now, what's curious to me is San Francisco's win over Philly. Oh. I don't want to get too far off the Browns' path yeah, here. What a beatdown. But that, was, that flipped the NFC on its head. Now Philly has to play Dallas, and all of a sudden the division is in play. That's true. Yeah. That's and nuts. Pur- and, and Purdy is in the Pur- MVP Purdy competition. Purdy and Dak in the East, I think. In the NFC. Or in the NFC, yeah. yeah. In the NFC. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. No doubt. San Francisco looked really good. Oh my God. San Francisco, as I, as I was watching that game, I've decided that if you're going to go into the lab and come out with the perfect offense, that's it. You want to stop the run? Fine, we'll kill you through the air. You want to stop the passing game? We'll kill you on the ground. What? They have absolute perfect balance. What's funny is at the end of the first quarter, because you had it on the split screen with the Browns game for yeah. a while, the end of the first quarter, we're going to get off this, but the Niners couldn't move the ball the first quarter. No. But Philly couldn't. They moved it twice, but they couldn't get no in the points. end zone. No points. So they got a field goal, but they yeah. didn't get a touchdown. So it was 6-0. But then it was, from the second quarter on, the Niners kicked their ass. It was crazy. Yeah. It really was. Anyway. All right, go ahead, Mike. If you had bet the over on Joe Flacco passing yards yesterday on FanDuel, you would have won a lot of money because even as the weather gets colder, the NFL deals on FanDuel stay red hot. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is simple to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. <laughs> Guys, Joe Flacco made his Cleveland debut yesterday, and at least in my eyes, played pretty damn well. Did you guys see the same? I thought he played very well. I was, I was shocked. Letter grade? I give him a B only because that pick was just so. It's exactly what I. It have. just killed him. Yeah, and, and it was it was such. A, it wasn't like he got unlucky. It was a horrendous throw. His only bad throw. It, that was horrendous. I thought till that point he was an A. I mean, I but that that was so bad that throw that I knocked him down to a B. But um, besides that, I mean, for the first fifty three minutes of the game, I, there's no way you could have expected any better. His ability. To run play action and fool the defense was on point. Yes. Now, sometimes he had the d- d- delay in his throw because of the chemistry with the receivers. He obviously had good chemistry with Elijah Moore, especially after Cooper went out. He was throwing to him all the time. Um, and Elijah Moore did a nice job. He played pretty well in this game. Obviously, he had his biggest yardage total uh, as a Cleveland Brown. But I, I don't. he seemed very in command of the offense. And it didn't seem like there was much rust, considering he hasn't been on the field in 11 months. Um, you know, I, I said earlier, I thought Joe Flacco should have played over DTR. I said I've been begging for a veteran to get in here from weeks ago. I thought Joe Flacco would play exactly the way he did. The only thought thing I said was, hey, how, are you going to, is he going to throw you an interception or, or there's going to be something with maybe a couple of times during the game where he has ball security issues. Um, but overall, I thought he did a great job. Uh, to me, he's starting the rest of the year. And, um, oh, I, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah from, for me, like, he's starting the rest of the year. I agree with that, too. Um, did you give him a B? Yeah, well? I, I had him. I had. I actually had him. It was crazy. I had him an A- minus until wow. the interception. I but had the, him as an A. A. An a. 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 Until the interception. And, yeah. and, and 
I'm gonna be honest with you, man. And I was talking to Earl, like, and we was on the on the chat, and I said, look, there, uh, this is one of the better games I've seen any other quarterbacks play, all of them. For, I, it was. I think that this was the best quarterback play they received all year. Until you guys the are pick. crazy. I don't until agree. the pick. You're crazy. No, oh. no, I'm not. Uh, it's not until, better than Tennessee. Get, what were his numbers? Call up his numbers for he Tennessee. Was, he was 289 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. So more okay. yards, same touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If he, yeah, doesn't he was throw 27 to 33. What? Deshaun was 27 to 33 in that Titans game. Yeah, but uh, look at the yards and the touchdowns. They're right there. I know. Well, but also, it was, in the Tennessee the game. Pick, it absolutely destroyed their chances of winning the game. But in, in the end, it doesn't so matter. Ding the, picks for that. Part of, the picks part of the game. I think Watson's performance against Tennessee was the best. I think his performance against Baltimore was second. I, I do, put too. This third. I do, too. Maybe yeah. you guys didn't hear what I said. Yeah. I said, until the pick, that was as good a quarterback play as we've seen all year. And I you agree. can't argue with that. I, I still think Watson was better against Tennessee, but it was right there. I mean, okay. it was, it I mean, it looked, it looked, I mean, if you put them side by side, he had a much better completion percentage. Yeah. But if you put them side by side, I thought Flacco made throws that I didn't see D, uh, or Deshaun Watson make. He was able to throw the ball downfield as well yesterday as we've done it all year. To your point, moving forward, it's got to be the starting quarterback. That's what quarterback play looks like, minus the pick. Now, I will say, look, here's the thing, and I, the reason I elevate them, too, is we heard about the Deshaun Watson rust. Now, I'm a, I'm a Deshaun Watson fan. I think he's he's, he's a guy, that guy. But Joe Flacco came off the street, off the couch, and looked like that. You got, There's something to be said for that as, yeah. as a quarterback. And we've been we can't saying, use rust as an excuse anymore. For Deshaun. Right. Look, no, at, least, at least at least at least at least Flacco has put the bed the, the rust thing. If you're not playing well, you're just not playing well. But like you said, that ball to Amari Cooper that he threw down the middle, that was a dart. The ball in the play action to Elijah Moore, that was a dart. And the way they came out and ran the play action, I we were asking all it year. Worked. <laughs> what we're seeing. That is what Kevin Stefanski's playbook is. That's I think that's what he generally wants that's, to do. That's him. The pro-style quarterback. That's him. With the play-action fake being a huge part. By the way, if we can go back and show that pick one more time. Yeah. If you throw the interception, take a look at Ford and the space he would have had to run the football had they handed him the ball there mm. instead of trying to throw an inexplicable de- Look at that. Yeah, he they was kind of sitting on. He's that. got a backer one on one, and outside of that, there's nobody. And it's admirable. It's a six to eight yard game. I, I got no problem with throwing deep there. I, I mean, did. Why? Flacco why been did, playing great. You just you, said it was the best game in the Browns. Why would you not? Why, why not? Because there's six minutes left. Yeah. You need a touchdown to win. What is yeah. that? What is the book prescribed there? I don't know what the book prescribes. I well, mean, I can help you. That's what a Joe, six minute touchdown drive. That's what the book prescribes. Okay. Why are you going deep? You're going to give the Rams the ball back if you complete that pass and score. So what? So what? Here's how you win. So they should never throw the ball deep ever on a final six-minute drive? When the the game calls for it, go deep. But here's the problem with that. And I think you said it on the call this morning, but this is what I was saying in real time watching the game. You get a three and out. They did. Perfect. You got the ball. You got six and a half minutes to go. The drive prior to that, was a 75-yard touchdown drive that took up how much time? Uh, I can look it up. I'm not sure off the top of my head. About seven, eight minutes. There's your ball game. Do what you just did. Why you, are you getting greedy and going could, for 45 yards on one play? You throw the ball deep and then run after that. They no, could, Bull, you're right. Yeah. You can't. I'm not saying that you yeah. can't. I mean, clearly they didn't. They couldn't. They didn't pull it off. 
What I'm saying is, if you complete that pass, yeah. now you're at the 30-yard line with six and a half minutes to go. Your complaint? So, I, I just don't understand the complaint. Because You're Bull, losing the game. No, Bull, in the lab, what yeah. I want, yeah. it, you know, you say, okay, it's 630. If I'm, if I'm coaching Madden, let's just put it that way. Yeah. I'm saying, well, I'm not going to take a deep shot. I don't want the Rams to touch the ball again. Well, but you can't guarantee that you're going to be able to you methodically can't. point it down, the, you push can't. It down the field. But you just did it. Okay, but, so rely but your on defense what you... just stopped them. And can't you rely on them to stop them again? No, no I, don't, I don't want them to see the ball again. I don't want to put it in Jamie, the hands of my defense. You can't guarantee that that's going to no, happen. There's no guarantees of football. Of course. So but I... what I'm saying is, in a lab, if you're just saying, what does a game win? What, how do you win this game now? When it was 20 to 19, I said it out loud. You, here you need a three and out. You got to have it. Defense stood up, did their job, three and out. I imagine the defense was pretty sick to their damn stomachs when they watched the offense go out there for 14 seconds. Well, here you, just, you go, boys. Yeah, You're you back out on the tough. Well, tough. Make a play on defense now. You're right. But, Bull, what I'm saying is there are a lot of different ways to I win a football game. I know what you're saying. I'm saying. By your way, here's yeah. your way is let's say they do complete that. And they finish the drive and score a touchdown, and there's four minutes to go. Okay. Now, you have to put the defense back out there, which has had Jay, one I, three and out I, all day. I'm not an idiot. You don't have to exp- I, I get it. I understand okay. what you're saying. Well, I don't but, know that you but do. Method- well, I obviously do because you've said it. I get it. But it might not. Methodically moving it down the field doesn't always work either. It you just don't know. did, though. So just because it did doesn't mean it's going to work again on the next drive. It doesn't. It did on the first drive of the game, and then it didn't the rest of the but first half. But here's what we know won't work. We know that because they did it. A deep Joe, shot. The bottom, the bottom line is, won't work what are you there. talking about? He threw, he threw deep balls throughout the game, and it worked. Was that, that was the farthest ball he threw all game. I mean, by air, he also, I mean, he could have checked it down. He could have threw it out of bounds. He threw, tried throwing it flat. He made a bad yards. decision. He, he never should have thrown the football. I'll give you guys that. But what I'm saying is, in my mind as I'm watching this play out, I'm like, this is perfect. We got a three and out. We've got the football. We've got six and a half minutes of clock, so there's no issue with time. Run the ball, dink and dunk, move it down the field, score a touchdown. As a matter of fact, if you want, you can take it to the five-yard line and kick a field goal and win the football game. The idea that you purposely just don't try to get the ball down quick because you're afraid to score too quick is ludicrous. Well, I'm not saying you on purpose don't get it downfield. That was a choice that G. they Bush, made. Hold up the okay. yellow card. Let's Bush, go downfield. What does G. Bush have to say? Bull is saying take points when you get them. Here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying, because I, normally I would agree with that. But how many times have you been watching a game and a team scores and you go, uh-oh, too fast. They scored too quick. They left the other team too much time. I'm trying to eliminate any possibilities that the Rams see the ball again. The bottom So line, really, yeah. I, I said a touchdown drive. Yeah. Hell. Give me a six and a half minute field goal drive. I'm okay with that. Give me a four and a half minute field okay. goal drive. Okay, maybe. Who knows? At, at that at that point, they thought they had something deep. He shouldn't have thrown the ball. He made a mistake. I, I'm not going to kill Kevin. And, and both, even if it was completed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to the, take the points when you can get them. I absolutely agree. If they're in a defense that's got a nine man front, and you see that you've got one on one covered somewhere. Yeah. Oh, take it. They're in a high cover too. It was the exact offense that, or defense that you wouldn't want to throw a deep ball in. But that's on Flacco. That's not on Stefanski. I'm not. I'm not. I don't blame. Yeah. Listen, I don't know what the play call was. I don't know if Stefanski was asked afterwards. What I do know was, and I don't. I don't think he checked out of that play. So I think whatever was called, they ran. But to me, it was. 
it was driving me nuts that when you looked at what Ford had in front of him, because it was a play fake to him, they were in a pass deep defense. He was one-on-one with a backer, and there wasn't another player within 15 yards of him. So I just watched it again from the All-22. There was pressure from Dewan Jones, which forced Flacco to stop, plant his feet, and then try to throw. Jay, you yeah. were right. There was plenty of space. If they had handed the ball off, he probably would have got six to eight to ten yards. And like, maybe there, there's more, definitely but at least space. six. Yes. There's definitely space. It also looked at when Flacco wanted to step up and throw, John Johnson, the safety, had just started his break. He did. Hadn't flown over yet. Sat on it. When he had to plant his feet and then throw again, he underthrew it by about 10 yards because he didn't step into it. Yeah. And that's what allowed John Johnson to get there. Who knows what happens if he lets it go on time? Would more have got the catch? Who the hell knows? We don't know. Was there definitely and space we'll to run? Know. Was there definitely space to run? Absolutely. But I don't think Stefanski dialed up I'm just saying that if you, you, of all the plays that you can dial up play. there and trying to figure – I always say before the drive, I always say, okay, what do you want to accomplish here? What do you need to accomplish? And it's, the later you get in the game, the easier that question is to answer. And for me, as I'm watching this drive start and I'm saying, okay, what's the objective of this drive? My objective on that drive is to take six minutes off the game clock and at least kick a field goal. And if you take six minutes off the game clock, you will be deep enough in the opponent's territory to kick a go-ahead field goal. Now, if you don't, then you can put it in the hands of your defense. So it's possible they would have run it three times and had to punt. Very possible. But at least that way, you have a chance to get the ball back. The reason I think he did it was, if you look at that game, the one thing that I I liked the most from Flacco was, anytime there was pressure, anytime he didn't have anything, what do you do? I'm throwing the ball out of bounds. Wisely. And I think that Kevin Stefanski, when you call in that play, if you see in how Joe is handling it and, and he likes the way he's playing, he's thinking, okay, let me call this deep shot. If Joe doesn't have it, he's going to be smart with it. He made every right decision to that point. It's up to he that had. point. Yeah. And get rid of it, and we can come back and run the ball on that second play. Um, and, and I think in the flow of the game, that's what he was thinking. He was going to give him that liberty because he's a veteran and he had made the right play. I think Joe got a little excited in the pocket. He threw that football, and if you ask him, he'll probably say that was on me. I, you know, I should. I'm sure he. I didn't hear his post. He wants that back. Oh, I'm sure he would say that. He's going to own that. He's a veteran. His quote after the game knows it's on him. Uh, I'm upset at myself. It was a bad read. I know I can play this game, so that's not my thought process at this point. My thought process: I'm just disappointed in myself. I let these guys down. It's a bad read. That's what I would expect him to say. What I want on that drive, by the way, is I want five or six on first down. Mm -hmm. Stay on schedule. It's very important. The next drive, obviously, they're down because after the interception and they get the touchdown, then you take any mystery out of the equation. I always say when the other team knows what you're going to do, you're halfway to being defeated. They know. So if it's a run play and they know it's going to be a run play, the likelihood of stopping it is far greater. Once the mystery was out and they had to pass every play, we saw how that movie ended. They went backwards, backwards, safety. Mm -hmm. So... When you telegraph what you're going to do to a defense, you're halfway to losing the game. You've got to run in pass situations. You've got to pass and run. You've got to keep them honest. The run game wasn't working with all this great success, but they were averaging more than four yards a carry. I know we talk a lot on this show about analytics. Let's use analytics for just a second in this discussion. You're averaging four yards a carry. You get three downs to make a first down. Four times three is 12. 
You can move the football down the field and move the sticks 12 yards at a time, mixing in a pass here and there to keep them honest, short stuff in the flats, high percentage completion, high, high perce- completion percentage. If it's not there, throw it away. But try to stay on schedule. Don't get yourself in third and 17. You're going to take a sack for a safety on that. So I wanted to see them run on first down, chew the clock. Six minutes and 30 seconds with two first downs becomes 230 left in the game. And at that point, if you get two first downs, you're at midfield. Now, you're another first down away from trying a big field goal. And it was interesting how this played out to me. I thought this is going to end exactly like the Baltimore game. He's going to miss an extra point and get a chance to kick a late field goal to win it. And I really thought that's what was going to happen until they went for broke on the deep ball. Well, here's, here's the thing. I think, you know, the same as Deshaun Watson. He gave Deshaun Watson that liberty to to you know go down and down the field and do it. I think in in the case of Kevin Stefanski, I don't look at it as now if he would have done that with PJ Walker or called that play with DTR. Oh, that's an no, that did no. it's an explicable. Then I can understand why fans would be screaming. I, but if he do, you do that with Deshaun Watson or Joe Flacco, the veterans, you know they can make the throw. You just you right. put it on their plate and hope they make the throw. You, know, you made the wrong choice. In terms of Flacco starting the rest of the year, are I you mean, in? on that? I, I, I mean, if I got. I wouldn't commit to him for the rest of the year. There's no point in doing it. If I'm Stefanski, I would definitely start him again this week, yeah. and then I see how he plays. I, I agree with that because he, you know, if he keeps playing as he did last week, yes, I would start him for the rest of the year. Yeah. However, because of his age. You know, how's he going to – I think you mentioned this last week, or maybe it was time. No, it was you. you. He started – he looked great right. the first two no, weeks. No, I mentioned that, but oh, you mentioned he, specifically yeah. – now he took some hits. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Especially yeah, at the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, game, he yeah. got hit. No, and he it's did. like, well, how's he feeling today? I bet not and well. What, and what's that going to look like? And, and you know, so we'll see. And Jacksonville's going to be obviously a tough game. Uh, but uh, so I wouldn't. I, I'm not. I would not. Stevenson's not going to go out there and say he's the quarterback. No, the you rest go of the game year. to game. At you this go point. game to game. Yeah. But I would definitely start him again against Jackson. I agree. I, I we were talking about it. I, I don't think I take away from this game is this. Um, they want to. You know, Deshaun Watson is more comfortable with shotgun and stuff like that. But that's not. I, I feel that's not Kevin Stefanski's forte. That's not. It just seems like that playbook they promised us is a bunch of shotgun plays thrown in with no concept, with no mixing. Um, And it just doesn't seem like Kevin is comfortable in that world. Where he is comfortable, it gave me shades of 2020. When I saw him running the playbook, I saw, remember we talked about what happened to all these bootlegs y'all was running. I know, I know. When we talked about what happens to the play action with, with Deshaun Watson. Look Lawson. at the first one, how he was, Ford was wide, wide open, open on the naked boot. We, we, we hadn't seen any of that. And I think if you look at the flow of the game. That was a Baker play. That was in the playbook for Baker. That, that, I don't even know that Brissett ran that. Well, Brissett. But, it, but it, Baker ran it a lot. And he, that they went right back to it and Ford. The Rams hadn't seen it. Yeah. And Ford was all by himself. I thought they had a lot of Jacoby Brissett plays in there, too. Yep. Um, they threw the ball down the seams a lot more. It, this will be very interesting um, to see how this, this translates because next year, as you have Deshaun Watson, they still have to come back and figure out an identity as to what the offense is because you still didn't see what it was. You still don't under, I don't know what they do with Watson. Uh, or, or what they do best, but in, 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 I guess, in defense of Kevin Stefanski, 
it's because four different quarterbacks have run it. And you're trying to build a, yeah. an offense mm-hmm. that plays to the strengths of each quarterback. That's yep. why, like, yeah, if you're watching this in a vacuum and you don't know that there's four different quarterbacks, you're like, what the hell is this team doing? Yeah. They're all over the map. Well, they're all over the map because Flacco can do one thing well. DTR had his strengths. Obviously, Deshaun Watson's strengths look different in terms of him being able to run the ball. And P.J. Walker, I don't know what his strengths were. Yeah, They were probably running a hybrid between the DTR and DW yeah. uh, Deshaun Watson offense. They they went from doing no play action to play action on almost every throw, it seemed like. They, they really did. I mean, he, a lot. he did a fake on almost every but throw. boy, doesn't he carry out the fake well? Phenomenal. His mechanics on the play fake are yeah. perfect. Footwork. It reminds me of Boomer Esiason. Ba- Baker was uh, Boomer was amazing. Boomer was the Baker best Baker was I'd actually pretty good at, at play faking, too. And, at the ball and, and I loved the fact, see, so a lot of people want to just go all or nothing on Stefanski. Like, I can't do it. Like, when you watch football or you play football, you know, I don't care about narratives. At the end of the day, I just got to talk about what I see. And the play action was actually a brilliant situation because it neutralized Aaron Donald. They actually started having the play action fake and then having the running back chip in the middle of the field with Aaron Donald instead of on the outside. Exactly. And it kept yeah. it kept Joe Flacco clean. I said, I, I like that wrinkle. They prote- until the end, it's they a- protected him really well. And yeah. in the end, they were, like I said, right. obvious passing uh, yeah, downs. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. easy at that point. Yeah. They know what you're doing. Yeah. He, he, he does. Stefanski has some stuff that he does really well. Sometimes he has the brain farts. Like, the, you, you think about the, I, I don't know why he, uh, you know, went for it. And he had the three timeouts and the two-minute warning. And, and can we talk about the challenge too? Yeah, like, what in the that hell was terrible. Was that? Now you, somebody's giving you that advice, but that's that's that was horrible. I, I guess, but I mean, whoever gave I, that was the advice, you got to change that, that person out. Sense. That wasn't even close. I mean, have you ever, guys? Have you ever heard a referee? No, that, no. I don't get that <laughs> one at all. No, like he, he's he out might of, as well said he's out of pocket. After further review, we've decided the coach of the Browns is a dumbass for challenging that play. I mean, have you ever heard a Never, pile ever. on like that? Well, he said that, and he said butt cheek. So that was uh, that was a, that was <laughs> funny. And the moving the ball on the center. I didn't. See that, that was BS. I didn't, if you I don't see know it from the top, he there. definitely did it. It happens. It he, happens he frequently. It. it happens, though. I didn't yeah, even see I, it move. I mean, I don't even know what the hell happened. I, I didn't. There. I didn't see anybody. Yeah, I didn't I, see I, it I'll move say, either I'll from I'll the side the angle. We'll I didn't see it. That was yeah, a bad on. call. Overall, the game was officiated fine. I, I didn't. Yeah, I just I didn't like the piling on on the on. The, it was obviously a bad challenge. I was screaming at the moment. Why yeah. are you giving up a timeout? Yeah, that was stupid. You're killing yourself right now, and you don't even know it. Yeah. And then for the ref to pile on like that, it just felt like he was... I thought it was funny. It, it was funny if it happened to the other team, I would laugh my ass off. Yeah. But because it was us, I'm like, bully? Okay, our coach made a dumb mistake. Don't, <laughs> don't tell all of America about it. Man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We'll talk to Stefanski in one sec. This is the Pochich play, by the way, which you can see from the top angle. It does. The ball gets moved here, and apparently the refs told Stefanski before the game. Him. They caught Pochich doing it last week. This is a fourth and short situation. He moves it about half a yard forward before they snap Whoa, 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 whoa. A half a yard? 
Look, look where the ball is placed. Okay, I, could, I can't see it, Mike. Uh, to me, it looked like inches, but I, let's see I it again. Maybe a half a yard, but it's, it's definitely Okay, so it's, it's about six inches from the 35-yard line. And look where it ends up getting snapped from. The 35-yard line. About six inches on fourth and one. Like Go go watch at your average NFL I'm, I'm play. It happens They're all the time. The uh, listen, I'm not trying to say it doesn't happen So you, Wait, now I didn't know that. You gave me a piece of information I didn't know. They had already warned Stefanski. The coaches got was, called for this last week. I know he got called last week, but they had they warned them in They said a league-wide memo. That's, hey, we're keeping okay. a closer well, eye on this. I can't so, even see it. It's, it's hard so to see the video small. It's not a half yard. Okay, I'll, I'll text it to you guys so you can watch it on your but, phone. But listen, that you can't do it in that spot. You can't do it. You it's killed your team. You killed your team. Uh, You've got to stay yeah, on sucks. schedule it, in it those sucks drives. And it's a, I don't want to say it's a crappy call because it's the right call, but it's like – it's minimal movement, but yeah. when they say they're going to call it and it happens, like it's hard to get. Did you guys watch the Sunday nighter last night? I did not. I was man. Out for there that. were two, and and I and saw the replay of the it's, passing. It's oh, rare yeah. that the color guy, the play-by-play guy, and the referee. I just sent you the video. All agree, mm-hmm. but they all agree. Like the first pass interference that would have given the Chiefs the ball at the four. Oh, they were. He, the defender came right through him. That was not even close. That was an obvious no-brainer. What they were really discussing in the post-game show was the pass into the end zone. To and again, all three agreed that's pass interference. I know it doesn't get called in that situation, but when you have two hands on the back of the intended receiver and there is a clear shove, that's pass interference. Chiefs should have never been in that situation. They're not no, playing well they, enough. they shouldn't have, but yeah. all of that was standing – the, the, they missed that call. They Who's missed the, the best two. team in the AFC right now? Right now, that's a great question, and I don't have an answer. I guess I'd say Miami, Jacksonville, Baltimore, Miami. It's not Kansas City. G. Bush and Bull, look at your phones real quick. I just sent you the video so you can actually okay. see it. While we're doing that, yeah. If you're in the chat, I just want to say we appreciate you guys. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Anyone who tunes in to anything we do on UCSS, whether it's the show behind the glass, the barbershop, any of the above, we really do appreciate y'all. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. And today is our 400th no. episode, so we appreciate you guys for your Minimal. continued support from the get-go, and we cannot do this without you guys, so we appreciate <coughs> it. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.